Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Saturday the 29th of January. I'm Ellie House. And I'm Laura Cook. Disputes over just how real the risk of Russian invasion is to Ukraine. Uh, This is larger in scale and scope uh, in the massing of forces than anything we have seen um, uh, in recent memory. And I think you'd have to go back quite a while into the Cold War days to see something of this magnitude. And thousands of truckers snake across Canada to protest vaccine mandates. The Times Daily World Briefing. Today, we begin in Ukraine, where President Vladimir Zelensky has sought to dial down concerns over a potential Russian invasion. At a news conference yesterday, the Eastern European leader suggested that the Russian threat has been overstated in global media. Are tanks driving here on our streets, he asked? No. Zelensky admitted that escalation was possible, but said the situation now is no more tense than before. But his statements run against the security briefings coming out of the United States. You know, does it feel different? Sure, it does feel different um, in terms of what we've seen in the past of Russian exercises, etc. Uh, this is larger in scale and scope uh, in the massing of forces than anything we have seen um, uh, in recent memory. And I think you'd have to go back quite a while into the Cold War days to see something of this magnitude. General Mark Milley, chairman of the Pentagon's Joint Chiefs of Staff, has expressed serious concern about Russia's intentions, saying that the outcome of an invasion would be horrific. With more than 100,000 Russian troops now amassed on the Ukrainian border, and reports this morning that the military build-up includes blood for potential wounded, US officials are confident that Russia now has the clear capability for a full invasion. Ali Ashandra, editor-in-chief of the Ukrainian-English language website, Euromaidan Press, spoke to Times Radio. We are quite confused after the con- press conference with Vladimir Zelensky, Vladimir Zelensky yesterday, uh, because uh, both uh, he and Ukrainian military officials continue to maintain that an, an invasion is not that sure, not that certain. At the same time, uh, Western officials, uh, including Meanwhile, Western leaders are amping up diplomatic efforts. French President Emmanuel Macron spoke with Russia's Vladimir Putin over the phone on Friday, while the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is also due to speak to the Russian leader and visit the region next week. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The Canadian capital, Ottawa, is bracing itself for protest this weekend as thousands of truckers are expected to descend on the city. 
The so-called Freedom Convoy has snaked across the country this week in protest against Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's vaccine mandate for truckers crossing the US-Canada border. But the protesters' complaints have expanded beyond the mandate to claims of government overreach and anti-vaccine sentiment, gaining support from vaccine sceptics like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. Here's protester Sandy. Well, I'm here because I'm already free and all these people are free and we're all coming together because right now this is a time for coming together and not being standing apart and not being torn apart, not losing our jobs, not losing our families, coming together and being free together. But Prime Minister Trudeau has criticised the truckers, calling them a small fringe minority holding unacceptable views, not representative of Canadians. Other sceptics have suggested the protests are driven by the far right. On the way, Bolsonaro skips court and a stab in the back for France's Marine Le Pen. The Times Daily World Briefing. We move to India, where the courts are the key battleground over sexual assault and women's rights. A high court case in Delhi this week will determine whether to criminalise marital rape, a form of non-consensual sex which is currently exempt from the country's rape laws. Campaigners say that the exemption is unconstitutional and violates women's fundamental rights. But some men are warning that they will boycott marriage should the exemption be scrapped. They claim that criminalising marital rape will lead to a breakdown of the family institution. Meanwhile, in a different court, more than four dozen survivors of sexual assault at a North Indian homeless shelter have received a record compensation payout, according to a national human rights body. 34 women and girls, one only 10 years old, were reportedly raped by shelter employees and officials of the state welfare department. 19 people were convicted and each of the survivors were awarded thousands of dollars in compensation. To Brazil now, where police are investigating the country's president, Jair Bolsonaro, for alleged attempts to discredit the country's election system. During a live broadcast last year, the president is believed to have leaked confidential and preliminary details of a separate police investigation into attacks on the country's election system, presenting them as facts that proved a flawed system. On Friday, the president failed to show up to testify for the investigation, despite a Supreme Court subpoena. The hard-right leader is up for re-election in October this year, but is behind in the polls, with critics suggesting his complaints are being used to distract from his unpopularity. In Paris, France, cheers for Marine Le Pen, the leader of the hard-right National Rally Party, who is running in presidential elections this year. But her main rival for media coverage and votes, at this stage, is not the incumbent Emmanuel Macron, but another far-right opponent, Eric Zemmour. After the defection of two EU lawmakers away from the Le Pen camp, the latest assault has come from her own niece. Marion Maréchal, a popular far-right figure in her own right, yesterday said that Eric Zemmour was a better presidential candidate than her aunt, criticising Le Pen for incessant ideological and policy U-turns. Pendant cinq ans, j'ai effectivement eu un engagement au Rassemblement National. 
Jerome Riviera, another national rally defector, has said that he supported Le Pen for a long time. But something happened during the regional elections which made me realise that she was not in a situation to win, he said. The insurgent Zamor, who was recently found guilty of hate speech, is currently polling at fourth place. Meanwhile, Le Pen ranks variably at second or third and says she expects to reach the second round runoff against Macron despite her niece's painful comments. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news on a historic Australian Open women's final, here's Tom Clayton. Ashley Barty has become the first Australian woman to win her home tournament since 1978. The women's world number one beat American Danielle Collins in the final in Melbourne in straight sets. Collins had taken an early lead in the second set, but Barty came back from 5-1 down to win the sets in a 7-6 tiebreaker. Barty dominated the field from the very start of the tournament, winning all seven of her matches without dropping a single set. It's Barty's third Grand Slam title, having previously won at Wimbledon and the French Open. Tomorrow, Rafael Nadal could beat the record for the men's Grand Slam titles should he beat second seed Daniel Medvedev. Nadal currently stands on 20 major wins, level on Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. It's check for Netflix after a judge refused to throw out a defamation claim by a former chess champion. The world's first female grandmaster, Nonna Gaprindashvili, is suing the streaming company for wrongly depicting a trailblazing female character as never having played men when the show was set in 1968. Having actually played against 59 men by that time, Gaprindashvili claims the portrayal was grossly sexist and belittling. She seeks $5 million in damages for a devastating falsehood, undermining her in front of an audience of millions. Netflix had claimed that the series is a work of fiction and the show's creators are permitted artistic licence under the US Constitution's First Amendment. And finally, he is proving that disability is not inability. A South African teenager who was blinded by a snake and missed years of education is leaving school as one of the country's top achievers. Lethabo Maleka was nine when what's believed to have been a Mozambique spitting cobra spat venom in his eyes. He eventually lost total sight and stayed at home for two years until a place came up at a school for the blind 40 miles away from his home. He impressed teachers by quickly mastering Braille and went on to achieve top marks. Mileka will soon take up a scholarship to study law at a university near his home in Limpopo province. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 29th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.